This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the CantoCast, where the geek conversation runs deep and the Star Wars chatter gets deeper. So grab a snack and settle in, because Tristan, Jeff, and Jason are coming at you. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome everyone to the CantoCast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And today, we will be following up on our solo episode. We're going to kind of broaden the horizon here on this, um, on our show today. And we're going to kind of talk about Disney overall as a whole. How they, we think they're doing. We're going to kind of talk about everyone's sort of reaction to Disney these past few years. And really just talk about um, what we think. Just really everything about Disney is what we're going to be talking about this episode. Any, anything and everything. So, I guess we can start off here with a question. Uh, what do you guys think overall... Um, how just how has Disney done with at least the movies that we've seen? What do you guys think of the four movies that have come out so far? You want to go first, Jason? Um, yeah, sure. Um, well, I remember when I guess it was what six years ago now that they bought Star Wars. That when yeah. they announced they were making seven, eight, and nine, I was I I I danced around my apartment. There was nobody here. <laughs> I was I was like they're making more Star Wars. So excited, and then you know. We, we didn't really hear anything for a couple of years. Um, and then that first, even that first teaser trailer for The Force Awakens, that just had me just jacked. I was ready for them to release that movie that May, and I knew we had a whole another year and a month to wait. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like I said, uh, then with uh, when Force Awakens did come out, it was, I loved it. I've, I felt like it was Star Wars because that was the biggest, I think the biggest worry everybody had was will it will it feel like a Star Wars movie because George Lucas's influence wasn't on it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love The Force Awakens and then each subsequent movie that's come after it, I've enjoyed immensely too. I mean, Rogue One is probably one of my, probably the top of my favorite Disney um, Star Wars movies. I mean, it's hard because, like we talked about last week, uh, each one is like a different genre, it seems like. But um, I loved everything they've done with them so far. Uh, I know a lot of people had some issues with uh, The Last Jedi and certain character arcs and stuff. And um, But it's like Tristan, like you said, is, you, you know, you weren't a big fan of it, but you still appreciate it for for how good of a movie it was it was for you it just wasn't a good star wars movie it was a good movie right right um but um for me i've enjoyed everything they've done with it so far but like i said last week it's hard to take me um <laughs> <laughs> hard to take me um, um subjectively because i i love everything star wars but um that, that's where i stand on it so far yeah 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 i I feel pretty much almost the same way. I remember back when Disney purchased Lucasfilm. Um, I think it was about almost like a year before that is when I started listening to Star Wars podcasts. That's when I, I think I discovered Rebel Force Radio and started listening to that. And that's they're the ones I got the news from that, you know, Disney purchased you know star wars and 
I got excited and I was like, oh my God, does that mean we're going to get more movies? And of course, yes, we did. And my first reaction to Force Awakens was, I loved it. It was awesome. Felt like Star Wars. Um, yeah, there was a little bit of, you know, the retreading of A New Hope, but did that really bother me? No, because it felt like Star Wars. I, I feel every Star Wars movie's Star Wars movie has sort of that hero's arc storyline, so I don't know why that was an issue for some people, but it was, and everybody has their own opinions. And after seeing Solo last week, right, I never like to rank the Star Wars movies because, like Jason said, I love everything Star Wars, so... But Solo is is right there with Rogue One and Force Awakens for me as, you know, my favorite, you know, Disney era film so far. And Last Jedi, yes, I like The Last Jedi. I didn't have a big as big a problem with it as some people did, but you know, I still like it. I still enjoyed it. I just haven't watched that one as much as, you know, Force Awakens or Right. Rogue One so far, so I'm pretty sure when I start watching it more and more, I'll start appreciating it, or not appreciating it, but liking it more and more, so yeah, I have no problem with the Disney era film so far, to me they would have to make a huge misstep for me right. to actually be say actually for me to say, I'm done with Star Wars, so yeah, I, I think they're doing a great job yeah, absolutely. And uh, as for me, um, I definitely have enjoyed uh, the, the majority of the films that have come out from Disney. Um, I'm definitely right now um, leaning towards I like I've just been liking the anthologies more for than the episodic films. And that can you know, I can say like I've always said that can completely change with nine. I could like completely change my thoughts about the you know entire sequel trilogy as a whole, just depending on what happens. But um, solo is definitely I think my number two. Followed by Rogue One has probably been my favorite, and then Force Awakens third, Last Jedi fourth. Um, even though I didn't like the Last Jedi, like you know, Jason had like a very good line of reasoning that I agree with. Like, yeah, I didn't like the Last mm -hmm. Jedi, even though it was a well done movie, and you know, it had everything that a good movie you know should have in it. I just didn't like kind of it was like you said, it wasn't a good Star Wars movie for me. I didn't like how um, earthly they felt. Like you know, we had like phone calls in the Last Jedi, and that was like that's like a <laughs> thing we humans have. And, you know, I just, I didn't feel like I was watching something from a galaxy far, far away, necessarily, in that movie. I kind of felt like it was almost, like, more taking place, almost, in orbit around Earth type thing. But, um, mm -hmm. right. so th that's probably my biggest gripe. And then I just, the characters, I didn't really like what they did with the characters, either. And that's, like, those are my two biggest complaints about The Last Jedi. After that, you know, it's, like I said, and that, and it's not that they had bad character development. No, the characters were you know, developed and they were, you know, used in a great way. I just, you know, because Luke Skywalker, we've seen him through the original trilogy and I thought, you know, I thought I knew what he should be like and he wasn't like that. And, um, I really just didn't like what they did with him. Now they did like good stuff with him. It was quality stuff. It wasn't like they did a bad job with him. They did a good job with him. I just don't like exactly what that content was that they did. It's not what I thought Luke would be you know, 30 or 40 years after the original trilogy. But, um, so that's really my biggest gripes. And then again, you know, that's not saying, you know, there's some people that think, oh, The Last Jedi and Disney is ruining Star Wars. And, uh, 
I I disagree. You know, I I think that they're doing a great job, and they've honestly revived it, because who knows where Star Wars would be if Disney hadn't bought it six years ago. I I honestly don't know where Star Wars would be. It could slowly be fading away, really, from pop culture. Mm-hmm. But, well, yeah, we wouldn't be having movies. Exactly, right. exactly. Good. So no one thinks George would have continued. So. Well, it's no. like he said. He said, why would I keep making movies when people yell at me when I make them? Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Now people want him back. The same people that wanted him out want him back. So. Yeah, ex- I know. Well, it's... that's what, um, Jeff, when you said, like, uh, uh, The Force Awakens, you know, a lot of people said it felt like a retread of A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It's it's it like that like blew my mind when people said that I'm like okay wait a minute the, he did the prequels and you and everybody was like it's not like the original right. movies I don't like it and then they do the Fourth Awakens and it's like the originals and they go well I don't like it because it's too similar to the originals right. and then they do Last Jedi and take chances I'm like but it's not like the originals it's like you guys it's like make up your minds you know right. yeah with going back on you know your original you know thoughts and feelings just stop flip-flopping you know exactly they, they should be in politics or something like that yeah <laughs> so. it's just like oh you know the force awakens is too much like it oh the last jedi it took too it's many too risks different. it was too different right. oh solo is too safe like you literally just contradicted yourself every single time you yep. know criticize the star wars movie um, it's almost like they're not happy unless they're complaining exactly yeah. Exactly. I, I just that, don't that, get that's it. That's almost the very definition of a troll right there. So. Exactly. Because, you know, the, the beauty of, you know, like you said, like all the different genres, different types of movies we've gotten. We've gotten the familiarity from a Star Wars movie. We've gotten, you know, the different and kind of, you know, changing, you know, lore changing, you know, Star Wars movie. We've gotten the safe, mm-hmm. fun stuff. Like, there's something that someone has got to enjoy out of these four movies. You, you know, would they're think. completely different tastes. But you would think, exactly. I don't know. I just I just don't get it. I just don't get like out of these four movies, there's got to be at least one that you've enjoyed because they're all different from each other, really. Right. So I just don't understand how you can hate all of them. Yeah, uh, just. Yeah. Yeah. Haters gonna hate. Haters yep. gonna hate. Absolutely. And outside of movies, how do you think they've done with comics, video games, books, action figures, celebrations? Like, what have you guys just thought of all the other, you know, kind of supporting? You know stuff that's come out for the movies. Jeff, you want to go first on this one? Um, well, I, I've only I haven't picked up any of the new comics yet. I've fallen behind on reading comics for a while now, but the the one book that I have read, Ahsoka, I really enjoyed it. So as far and I know I've heard some, you know, other reviews out there saying, you know that some didn't like um, Aftermath and the Aftermath series. Some of them, some did like, you know, the first couple books, and then the last one was really bad. But, you know, overall, I think it's just, you know, it's personal opinion. It's all subjective. It's, you know, your personal preference, what you like, what you don't like. But I feel they're doing a pretty good job. They're pretty consistent, I think. And... I know you, Jason, could tell us more about how they're doing with the uh, action figures. Yeah, <laughs> in the Funkos. Yeah. Yeah, because I really haven't gotten into... I mean, yeah, I, I usually don't get a lot of those because my wife loves to buy me stuff like that for Christmas, so 
December is when I usually get a whole crap ton of uh, Star Wars stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Jason. Jason, what do you think, man? Uh, um. Well, when uh they first started doing the comics, I I was I was going weekly and picking them up, and then it it just like the closest comic book store to me is like forty five minutes away. Um. So it was getting it's it's a like a little bit of a chore to head out there so i kind of have really fallen behind on it but um like the early ones i enjoyed a lot um some of the novels you know i, I think some of the novels are hit or miss um i enjoyed the aftermath books uh i know i mean m- my biggest issue with the aftermath books is the writing style but other than that you know, i think the story was good but um like the animation side you know, I think they're hitting it out of park with that, like with Rebels and, you know, with the... I know they didn't really have Clone Wars until, like, the last season, but still, you know, Clone Wars. Uh, um, the video games, I, I think that's their biggest misstep with Star Wars is the video games. But, because um, you figure we've only really had, what, two ma- major releases, and exactly. they haven't exactly lit, lit the world up. Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think animation wise they're killing it um the books like i said hit or miss comics from what i see people online it's they seem like they're they're pretty good but um and like you said jeff you know the action figures and stuff uh, um i obviously enjoy those uh they're pretty good but um other than that you know i mean that's pretty much my opinion on everything else outside of the movies awesome yeah I, i agree with you jason i think the biggest misstep has been the video games. Mm-hmm. I think ever since I guess like, video Star Wars and video games have like collided, they've always kind of had a record of like really hit or miss type games. Um, yeah. There's been just some huge hits, and there's been some really really bad misses. Um, but yeah. I definitely think that um, I mean the Battlefronts were fine to me. Like they were um, pretty much your average shooter with Star Wars thrown in, which you know automatically makes it you know more fun. But um, I'm definitely ready for something different, and I'm hoping because we actually have EA Play. That's where they go and announce all their like their new games and stuff. I'm hoping that since you know Disney and EA, like that, that's that's what Star Wars games are. That's the company they're made through. I'm hoping that they announce you know like a new single player game or just a new game in general, something that else to like kind of complement Battle or Battlefront. Uh, I feel like if we have Battlefront going and like another genre type game going, that's probably like a really good formula. That way, you know, people can if they don't like one, they can play the other. They're not stuck with yeah. just Battlefront. Because if online, if like first person or like third person online shooters aren't your thing, then you're gonna hate Battlefront too. I mean, there's the campaign, but the campaign was pretty quick. I beat it in a day, um, so it really wasn't you know that much of a like it was it was a good campaign. It was done well. I really enjoyed the story, and I, it shows. Yeah, they can make good stuff. I want to see you know more of that. I want to see a full game that's gonna you know take me a good you know a long time to play through but um we'll see what happens uh i'm definitely behind on my comics i really want to read the vader series but i just need to start doing it um i've I read like the first few of the comics and of course they're marvel comics so they're automatically really good um as far as like art style and everything um books i've only read tarkin and it was awesome like i just i need to read more books now that well, I could probably read a book during the summer because, you know, school always has, you know, their reading selection. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, Star Wars, it was stuff like um, The Great Gatsby and whatnot. But 
anyways, um, books. I've only read Tarkin, and it was an awesome book. So I assume that the rest of them. I've heard Thrawn is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely need to kind of expand my horizons on that. So I think that this may be, besides video games, one of the best times, at least for canon Star Wars, you know, that there has been. Because we had the whole EU kind of develop before um, Disney bought Star Wars, and then Disney, you know, kind of just erased it, took it off, you know, the face of history, really, which is kind of a well, shame. Well, that was another one. That was another one that was kind of hit or miss, especially towards the end there. Some of those books were they got real like supernatural. It was yeah, it was uh, it was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird, but like I liked the Corellian trilogy. That was took place after Return of the Jedi. I liked that a lot actually. Um, mm. it's, um, the Thrawn series. I've only like been like I'm only into the first book. Another book I need a another trilogy. I just need to read. Uh, I was really liking that. Um, so there is, and like, and then there is the whole Han Solo trilogy that pretty much was Solo, but an expanded universe, um, kind of form in the form of three books, which I thought was awesome. And I really wish they just would have, I don't know, done something with that instead. They had an awesome story written out for them. And I know that Disney wants to create their own stories. I get that. That's why, that's why they destroyed the EU. But I think there are some really good things from the EU like that that can be used. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Disney's going to do what they're going to do. And I respect and I, I can I respect and understand that they want to make their own story so they don't have any of the crazy, you know, Legends stuff. Because there is some absolutely awful Legends content out there. Without oh, a doubt. absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. So um, it's good. that Ultimately, it's good that they're making their own canon, I think, instead of incorporating a large amount of the... Uh, expanded universe or the legends whatever you want to call it because there is a lot of crap in there that's been way worse than the last jedi so <laughs> um it's definitely not a bad thing that disney is just doing their own canon so i definitely think that they're for the most part you know hitting home runs with uh the kind of the supplemental stuff towards uh star wars movies so yeah that's, I, I have a question for you guys do you think that they're gonna make a uh, 10 11 and 12 after they finish up nine, do you think there's going to be another trilogy like that coming out? Um, I think there will be, but I don't think it'll be right away. I think they'll maybe maybe do a couple um, uh, um, anthology films between. Okay. I, I think we might have a, a, a like a four or five year break between episodes. Yeah. I could definitely see that. It'd yeah. be interesting to see, though. Yeah, like... I feel the same. I mean. Do you know? Everyone asks that same question. Do 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 we need them? No. Would we watch them? Yeah. Well, do we so, need any any movie really? Right. You know. That, that's like the people, you know, that said, you know, back when they heard Solo was announced, no one asked for this. Well, no like, one well, asked yeah, that's for true. any movie, dude. Come on. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Seriously. yeah, it's like, oh, Disney bought, oh, I want a Rogue One movie, I want a Solo movie, I want a Force Awakens and Last Jedi movie. You know, no one said right. that. <laughs> I mean, yes, us as fans will go around after seeing, like, a standalone movie like, you know, Solo and say, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we got, like, you know, a backstory on Emphy's Nest? You know, wouldn't it be cool if she got her own movie? Well, yeah, we we wish for stuff like that. We're not actually asking for it. We're just wishing for him, so... Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool to see on the big screen. Yeah, don't be saying no one asked for this. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't think anyone's writing a letter to Disney. Please make an Obi-Wan movie. I'm asking you to right. make an Obi-Wan movie because <laughs> Obi-Wan is my favorite character. You right. I, I don't think... I, I mean, there may be some people doing that, but not the majority of people. Um, I, I, like I said, no, I didn't ask for a solo movie, but I don't want to give it back now that it's out. <laughs> you know, it's really yeah. good. I don't, you know, I don't want to... It was good, so why complain about when no one asked for it? You know, that's, I, I just don't... That's kind of a really shallow argument to make well, you know, it's, it's all the it's all the boycott boycotter people that are you know boycotting disney and star wars now you know making making all of us other star wars fans feel like we've been brainwashed by disney and kathy kenley and stuff like that so disney shows. The yeah, have been. <laughs> yeah us disney shows have uh yeah been brainwashed yeah that's right <sighs> yeah, she. So Mrs. Ken, Mrs. Kenley has some kind of you know special power where she she'll call us up on the phone and you know play this sound over the phone that hypnotizes us. Yep. You know so. Yeah. Exactly. I don't we're, know. We're I, all just brainwashed though. So. I, I, I thought that was just me that she did that to. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I just don't get people that think that they're you know, their dislike or what they view as a failure for Disney Star is going to be put back to one person. That's kind of, you know, that's, there's not one person in Disney that is responsible for any good or bad of Star Wars. You can't right. pinpoint yeah. a bad movie on Kathleen. That's just ridiculous. You can't pinpoint a bad movie on Kathleen Kennedy. You know, she is definitely in the spotlight a lot, and she's one of the people we, you know, hear and see from the most. So, of course, you know, there's going to be more blame or credit going to her. But there is a right. full storyboard team. There is a full just everything. It's not just one person. Trust me. If it was, if this was one person, I don't care who this one person was. If there was one person trying to run Disney Star Wars, it it wouldn't go well <laughs> at all. We wouldn't have had probably any movies <laughs> coming out. So oh. to like view her as some evil sort of figure is just does not make any sense to me. I mean, right. sure, yeah. Like maybe she has said some you know iffy things. Or it was interesting. You know, when she said, yeah, like, when, she, when we first got Star Wars, she's like, well, our, our goal is to protect the characters. And then, you know, they end up killing Han and Luke. Yeah, sure, I, you know, I scratched my head about that a little bit. I did, I'm not going to lie. But that was not like, oh, Kathleen Kennedy said, oh, yeah, I'm killing Han Solo, and then it happened. No, that's not how that goes. I mean, right. sure, there's going to be, I guess, different ideas of how we're going to protect, you know, these characters, as, you know, Kathleen Kennedy said. And I didn't think Protectment kill, but, you know, I mean, I guess maybe Protectment just keep a uh, honest and rich storyline going. That's probably what she meant. Um, yeah. yeah. But you can't, you, I, you just can't blame it all, all. That's what makes me mad. You, why do people try to put all the blame on her? She is like a tiny, not like, I'm not like trying to like take down a role, but she, you know, she's just a little tiny piece of the puzzle in like the full Star Wars puzzle. Exactly. You know, she's an important piece, yeah. but, you know, she's not the only piece. Right, and right. I was going to say, speaking of Kathleen Kennedy, we are recording this on the 2nd of June. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. And and we all know she does listen to us, so. Of course. Yeah, of course. Just all the other Star Wars podcasts, don't get jealous of us, man, because she, she does listen to us, so. Exactly. Just didn't want to, you know, get to wish her a happy doesn't. birthday. Who doesn't listen to us? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, George Lucas, I get... You know, a text from every, like, you know, the first couple hours after the episode talking about it. So, you know. Oh, you too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you get them too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See? 
Stop, stop talking about me, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's not that we can't go to Celebration. It's that we don't want to. That, yeah. that, that, that's the <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> We've already been invited for backstage passes and everything, but, you know, we just said, give them to someone else. Make their day happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, no, no, George. Yeah. Uh, to totally unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, you know, that's just, the, you know, that's how it is with all podcasts. I'm sure that, you know, <laughs> yeah. everyone else is getting texts from George Lucas. I mean, why wouldn't they be? Yeah. Again, I mean, if you're not, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's, I guess, that's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, talk. I mean, let's talk about George Lucas a little bit. Um, you know, they, they said that they were going to try to, you know, implement him and, you know, go to his you know, advice or opinion on different creative decisions. And, I mean, obviously we don't know that much that's going on with, you know, all the Disney, you know, story. I don't even know what he thought of Solo, to be honest. I haven't heard him say anything on it. I don't know if you guys have. No, um, no I, I haven't heard anything. No, I, yeah. I know he was at the premiere. But but do you, do you guys think that they're, uh, like, how, how involved do you think George is these days? I, uh, I don't know. I, I knew, I thought i read somewhere that he did visit the set of solo because of ron howard well he directed a scene in solo yeah that's right he did he did and then he came back well before he directed the scene i think the story when he came up to ron howard and said you know Han would have said this you know <laughs> right and ron goes well why don't you go ahead and you know do that then yeah yeah, yeah like just that, go for so. it exactly I wonder what do you do? You know which scene he directed? No, I no. From from what they said, it's it, it was a scene that that was going to make the fans smile, but it's hard to pinpoint because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of those... I was smiling pretty much the uh, entire time. Do you, do you guys want to throw a prediction out there as to which scene we're going to guess he predicted? Ooh, I'm gonna guess it has something to do with the Falcon. Yeah. See, I was thinking, what if it was um, Han and Chewie when they first met? Uh, that'd be cool. Or some some point of that sequence. Maybe, you know, them, like, getting out of, you know, like, you know, he throws Han up out of, you know, the, the pit and gets out and they start running. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, there wasn't any bad scenes in this movie, so we all know that George still, he still has it if he really did direct a scene, you know. But I, I think yeah, it may have been know. the whole. I think it may have been the whole. I have a good feeling about this. Yeah, maybe. Well have. I don't know. No, I, because wow. maybe Ron ha did have him say, "I have a bad feeling about this," and George stepped in and said, "Well, you know, he's like in his early twenties here. Yeah, he's still kind of optimistic, you know." Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. That is a good question. I wonder if they'll ever let us know for sure. Yeah. yeah. Come, come on, Mr. Howard, because we know you're listening too. <laughs> yeah, just tell us. Just tell us. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. <laughs> Again, I, I think all these people that direct and write Star Wars listens to us. Yeah. I think everyone, <laughs> I think, you know. Everyone in the Disney storyboard and story making process, they listen to everyone in the community and they oh, take yeah. all of our feedback to heart and that's how they decide what they're gonna do next. Yeah. So that's why the complaining must work. That's why it works. Because they that's listen right. and it changes it. 
but I don't. I, it would be really cool to see George Lucas be involved with something like some sort of role in Star Wars. Whether it would be almost like kind of like a just like some sort of honorary or like go-to director whenever they need help or you know advice on something. Anything from that to like being some sort of like ambassador representative for Disney and Lucasfilm still. I get the truth. I'm kind of surprised that Ron Howard, since you know they're such good friends, didn't like slip him in as a quick cameo, like in the background or something as a creature. Yeah, that is or something like that. I mean, I mean, for all we know, he probably offered, and George was like, "No, no, I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Revenge uh, of the Sith. It, if you was. do that, I do not want to be recognizable. They'll they'll yeah. just bitch and complain. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that no, yeah, Lucas was in episode three, right? He was one of the he yeah. was someone from yeah. He was yeah. uh Baron Papanoida. Yeah. That isn't true. That's that's cool. I think I'm trying to think. Didn't Ron Howard Ron Howard was in a previous Lucas film? American Graffiti, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's the American go. Graffiti and uh what is it? More American Graffiti's in both of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Lesser known one. Yeah. Yeah. But that that oh, cause that's where they originally met, I guess. So that is interesting. I've never seen American Graffiti. I probably I should probably watch it. You know, I've never seen it either. Um well, they like, they say it's actually a really good movie. Yeah, it is, it is actually. Yeah. I I actually own it. I may have watched it a couple of times, but I know the last time I saw it our it was a couple of years ago during one of the car shows here in town that um the theater i worked at showed it nice because it is basically like a 50s car movie about cruising the circuit and i think it takes place on one night after they graduate high school and they're all just hanging out yeah so it it is it's a pretty good movie that is cool because i know he did that it was a film he was like in film score i wouldn't be like the thx 1138 yeah, yeah. That that was a film, cool type of movie. And I I've heard that's actually pretty good too, but I haven't even seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet either. So, I heard that, it's very confusing. I, yeah, it probably is. I mean, it, you know, it's it's some sort of like it's a dystopian, I think, right? Set like a yeah. genre, which those are never straightforward ever. <laughs> I've yeah. yet to encounter a straightforward dystopian book or movie or whatever. Mm. Um. So, and there is a young Harrison Ford in American Graffiti too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. So it's just like, oh yeah, here's a preview for what Star Wars is gonna be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, 1977 and 2018. That, that's the story behind um, how Harrison Ford got the role of Han Solo, I think, too, because George had called him in because of his work on American Graffiti. He oh, called okay. him in just to, just to sit in. And read against the people he was auditioning for Han Solo. Wow. George wasn't even considering him for Han Solo until he got in there and started reading the you know lines back and forth. And George is like, huh, maybe I should just ask him. Yeah, and exactly. The only reason why he was there was, um, I want to say it was uh, Francis Ford Coppola. He, he, he said, you know, you should read Harrison for this. And he's like, no, no, yeah. I don't want to work with anybody I worked with. And uh, I guess Coppola talked him into hiring Ford to uh, be a carpenter. I guess they needed a door fixed or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's when. And then while he was there, 
while he was there, he's like, why don't you just sit in and read against these guys? And then I, I guess that's then the rest is history after that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And then he was Indiana Jones and yep. Deckard. And yeah, George yeah. never worked with him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's actually is, and there was even like a thing about because they had like three different Darth Vaders, right? Like each of them played a different part. Like one, like of course, you know, there was the voice and then the body. Oh, because right. there's only been two, but like, or no, it was two different guys were in the like the body for each for each episode, right? I think. There were uh, the original. I think there were four Darth Vaders. There was um, the, the I can't think of his Dave Prowse uh-huh. in, in the costume. Then, then you had James Earl Jones. Right. Then you have a guy who was in there when they would do the sword fighting. Right. And then in answer. Return of the like a... yeah, and then in Return of the Jedi they had uh, Sebastian Shaw. So I think it was four Darth Vaders during the original trilogy. Wow, that is. Yeah, uh... And of course, unfortunately, everybody, you know, the big, the big name that everyone knows is Dave Prowse. So right. There's a the the guy that did the fencing part. Unfortunately, no one remembers who he was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even think of his name. That's that's how. Yeah, yeah that's how sad that <laughs> that is. But that is crazy that it, you know, it, even like well, I mean, I guess it took like what ten or eleven people to operate Java. In episode yeah, six, something right? like that. Yeah. yeah. And just one person to do the tail. I mean, you have one person just doing the freaking tail. Yeah. Jeez. That's crazy. I mean, just imagine 10 people inside Java the Hut working, uh, on, you know, during a scene. I don't like closed-in spaces. That would not have been good for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now now you can kind of almost understand why they decided to add CGI Java instead of puppet Java in the special. Well, I mean, adding Java yeah. to begin with is stupid, yeah. but... Yeah. I don't know. Do you think we'll see any more of Jabba the Hutt at all in uh, any of the movies? Or anything? Well, my dog thinks so. <laughs> um, I think if we get a solo two, I think that might be the focus of it. His work with Jabba and leading up to the price on his head. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know. I mean, because Jabba or the Huts in general are just so kind of intertwined with the Outer Rim. Right. It's almost inevitable not to hit them whenever you're, you know, in, in that timeline, at least. I don't know what happens to the Huts after um, Episode 6. I imagine they kind of just yeah. slowly just dissolve. At least they're, you know, the crime gang, lore, their crime lord gang kind of just kind of dissolves. I'm sure they keep their money, but they just kind of, that's it for them. But I don't know. It's yeah. kind of interesting. See, so, yeah, like huts came to power because they're such right. Well, after seeing Solo, you were, uh, I would be hoping you know if they do a sequel, we see him in the sequel. Yeah, definitely. Because Beckett Jabba, sets him up. Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Beckett sets him up so nice. What, what, what was his son, son's name? Uh, Rhoda. Sti- Rhoda. Rhoda but they Star called Wars him Story. Stinky. Stinky. Stinky, a Star Wars story. <laughs> oh, they called him Stinky. His name was yeah. Rhoda the Hotlet. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I mean, Beckett set him up so good with, you know, that misdirection in the trailer. Yeah. Everyone thought he was talking about uh, Dryden Voss. Nope. He was talking about Jabba. Yeah. Which is kind uh, of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that is pretty. 
I don't know. I'm still waiting on my Lobot anthology announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll see it. Hey, but you never know. Never Weirder know. Cussing my fingers. Lobot a Star Wars story. Yeah, and I, I think they can get um, <laughs> Silent Bob to do his voice. Yeah. Since he doesn't talk, so. Yeah, there you go. But no, yeah. It, you know, hoping to see Job in the next next solo movie if there is one i hope there's yeah, one who knows. They, yeah they, they set it up so good for one they did they left it wide open i would love to see the first couple jobs that you know han does for java yeah that would be interesting because you know he had to been working for him for years yeah that's taking place 12 years before new hope i'm sorry mm. but he didn't dump that shipment <laughs> yeah and they jumped right to a new hope so it would be interesting to see. Yeah, I hope we get a sequel too. I mean, I don't think Disney will just aban- abandon it because of. Yeah, I mean, it's like they said. Like um, this weekend is the make or break weekend. They said for Solo. Well, so they said generally, generally Memorial Day isn't a huge uh, box office take, but. Um, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to just be like, okay, well, that's it for Solo. We're done with him. Right. Like that's like I, I don't see Han going out like that. Yeah. Yeah. But... I am um... Go ahead. What's that? No, I was gonna say go ahead, Tristan. Oh. Yeah. Um as far as like anthologies, where do you think they're gonna take like oh so obviously, you know, there's the Boba Fett and Kenobi rumors that are floating around. But do you think they completely? think they take it to like just such a, you know, just such to such a different point in the timeline, like old Republic era, or like fifty years after Episode Nine, you know, just somewhere we've never been and start completely fresh? Or do you think they would just kind of keep up with the familiar timeline that you know that's kind of being developed or has already been made? Hmm. Um. <laughs> um. I mean, I think it'd be cool because you figure eventually they're going to run out of, um, like, the ideas for solo movies, you know what I mean? Like, not right. Han movies. Like, I'm talking, like, the anthology movies. Right. You figure eventually they're going to blow through everybody that they want to do. So I think they might they might explore different time periods, which I think would be kind of cool. I think it'd be kind of cool if if Ryan Johnson's trilogy is, like, a trilogy, but a trilogy of anthology movies. There you go. Sort of like, you know, a Marvel style. Yeah, kind of. I mean, because they said we're like he's we're gonna it's gonna be a uh, part of the galaxy we haven't seen before, which yeah. I think would be kind of cool to have a trilogy of movies that are separate. I mean, they obviously are gonna be separate from the episodic, but I think it'd be kind of cool. Maybe like they just focus around one character. Maybe a character we know or one that we know of, like one that was in print or something and hasn't been in the movies. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that the idea of an anthology trilogy is a great, you know, great idea. Because not only does it give us more of like, you know, it, it makes the anthologies have more weight or like more, I don't know, kind of, a lot of Star Wars feel, you know, Star Wars stories until, you know, anthology movies were told in, you know, three different movies, like a trilogy. So right. I think that's like honestly one of the best ways to tell a Star Wars story at this point is yeah just do it in three movies, why not? Mm. You know because Rogue yeah. One and 
sell all the exceptions. They're the only movie that doesn't tell a full story. Yeah, they're the only movie that tells a full story in a movie. So it would be really... I, guess, I mean, I guess they're kind of full. But you know what I mean. You know, they, they don't take three movies. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Take it. So I think, like, part of, like, such, like, part of the Star Wars formula for the most part is, you know, telling the story in a trilogy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just that seems to be their thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of talk, too, about <clears throat> this, you know, the these solo movies being, like, broken down, like, you know, like, in, in a Marvel style, like, you know, have a bounty hunter slash Boba Fett movie and then sort of, like, at the end of the movie, like, right before the credits have Boba run into Han and that would lead into Solo 2, you know, sort of yeah, like... I don't did. like the idea See, of that. I don't like the idea of that. I, I don't think they should be that interconnected. Right. I, I don't think they should do that because that's... That would make, what do you call these? That would make all the trolls and haters, you know, just jump on and go, oh, they're just they're just following the the Marvel outline. See, Disney owns it all, so. They're well, just not gonna... only, not only that, like if you have it lead up to something, like they would be more like let's say it the solo they made it a trilogy and it led up to him walking into the cantina they would right. scrutinize every little thing about that they'd be like well this isn't in the right place and this isn't in the right place yeah. more so than they already do yeah but, you know but i just like the idea of self-contained kind of things yeah like yeah i mean i remember because remember it was a big deal that they were like the last jedi is picking up right when the force awakens then that was a big deal because there's always that time jump between the Star Wars movies, you know? Yep. Yeah. That that, that was unique, and it took me maybe a couple times to get used to it, but, yeah, I'm fine with that now, but, you know, I, like everyone's saying, I'm I'm hoping that there's at least a five, five year, at least five year jump between eight and nine. Because... I think, I think that'd be cool to see, like, you know, maybe... A new Jedi school or something. Yeah. That would be Just interesting. Yeah. Jump it and actually give us a crawl that means something because we need to know what ha- has happened. Yeah. I need to know. Yeah. Tell me, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Dear JJ, please write this movie. <laughs> yeah. I... Tell me, JJ. Tell me. <laughs> but... and, and of course, you know, if episode nine blows it out of the water... You're going to have the trolls and haters. J.J. saved Star Wars. Right. J.J. started ruining it, but then he saved it. I was so going to say, even okay. though they say J.J. put it on the yep. on the road to ruin in their eyes, yeah. he still he saved it. Exactly. I mean, uh, The Last Jedi does, in all honesty, feel very disconnected to The Force Awakens. And me personally, like they just feel like they just don't exactly go together that well. As far as like how they feel, yeah, because like it, it sort of felt like that to me until they got back on the island. Yeah, the and island really got does back help. on the island. I was like, yeah. okay, this seems like a little bit more like you know, Force Awakens to me. But I don't know if it was just the way it was shot or what. But like I've said, I've I've been getting. It, it really didn't bother me first time I saw it because first time I saw it, I was just 
jazzed up to see it. So, you know, all yeah. your emotions and expectations are just like focused on, oh my God, new Star yeah. Wars movie. So, no, I mean, whenever I watched the first, like the first time I watched The Last Jedi, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yeah. I was so like into it and so nervous about it. And then, and that's why, like, when I first came out of it, I'm like, oh, wow, that was something. And then I watched it again, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't exactly like this. You know, it just kind of took <laughs> me to get over kind of like that, you know, post-movie hype and that, like, just oh. how suspenseful. I mean, the first time watching it, for me, was really suspenseful. And, uh, but after that, once that whole element of surprise, you know, wore off, The Last Jedi really got old for me fast. And, uh, yeah, I, I think... Also, something that doesn't do it any favors is the humor. Like, the humor hit in Solo, and it just didn't hit for me in The Last Jedi, really. That was, like, that was kind of early, because, like, we get that phone call, you know, thing right out of the gate, and I was like, oh, no, um, you know. I'm holding for general hugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, you know, th- that, that's to me, like, okay, I don't feel like I'm watching a Star Wars movie anymore, whatever that was happening. So... What? Um, Jeff, you know how you said, like, at first it didn't feel like The Force Awakens? Yeah. Um, I think that has a lot to do, because you figure it was two different directors. I think if J.J. would have done it, you know, the entire trilogy, I think there would have been maybe a little bit more cohesiveness. Right. Because you figure each director right. has their own different style, because, yeah, you know, I mean, that, that was a lot of people's problem with Empire Strikes Back. They're like, it doesn't feel like A New Hope. Because oh, really? you figure you had Kirshner, yeah, a lot of people hated the, hated the, the Empire Strikes Back when it came out. Like people, oh, yeah. like I was reading stuff online about it. You know, people writing letters about how it killed Star Wars. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> when I first started oh, listening to Star Wars podcast, when I first started listening to Star Wars podcast, and I heard people talking about the initial re- reactions of Empire when it first came out in 1980, and of course I was only 10 years old. You know, I don't remember the freaking reviews. And I'm like, what? People hated that? It didn't feel like Star Wars? I'm, I'm figuring, what were they watching? I know, it's weird considering, uh, like, it's it's widely considered by a lot of people they're to be their know, the best Star Wars ever. Yeah. Yeah. Now now it is, but... So with yeah, The Last I, Jedi, no do you think idea. it's going to kind of age over time in a good way? And, like, it'll slowly be considered more of a masterpiece the more... What, The Last Jedi? Yeah. Like, do you think it's going to have the... the I, I guess don't you know, could it say might. The, the episode it, five and if it does, if I it hope it does, does. I'll be like, wow, that is really cool. To look back like 20 years from now, you know, and say like 20 years in the future, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Return or Empire Strikes Back and The Last Jedi. Oh, my God, they're the two masterpieces of the Star Wars saga. I, I would just sit back and laugh. That would be that would be really something. And that's good because that means that they Disney did it right. Well, I hope it does because you like uh, people appreciate the prequels more now than they when they first came out. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah, like there's not as much prequel hate anymore. No. Of course, a lot of that could be because a lot of people hate the Last Jedi more than the prequels now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I saw a tweet the other day. One of these, um, it was like a when these movie Twitter accounts put out one of their like fun little tweets that says unpop unpopular opinion movie edition go and i saw one one person reply to it and said phantom menace is better than the last jedi and force awakens (laughs) and i was like 
oh wow okay taking a shot at my favorite prequel movie i say okay but you know hey i'm like yep people just because it was george lucas and force awakens and last jedi were you know disney they're taking shots at them so yeah speaking of speaking of shots um I, I mean, I, like, I don't know if you guys saw. I saw uh, Ron Howard's actually getting a little bit of crap this week, um, because yeah, he like he's been retweeting a lot of stuff about you know people positive with Solo and everything, mm-hmm. and I don't like. I think it might. This was just one of those instances where he didn't read the whole tweet, but it um, a lot of people were giving him crap because he retweeted something that some somebody said it was you know I enjoyed Solo. It was so much fun. It was a lot better than that pile of poop that. The Last Jedi was, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's real nice, you know, crapping on another." You retweet something crapping on another movie while praising your movie, and it's like I said, I think that was just something that, you know, was just an innocuous kind of maybe error on his point. Like he didn't yeah. read the whole tweet. I don't, right. I don't see him doing something like that. No, I'm, I'm sure he didn't mean it like that. Like, oh yeah, like look, like someone, someone liked this movie, you know, and they're like, okay. Yeah, I I don't think he meant like any harm toward the Last Jedi or you know nah. Ryan Johnson. I think he just said, "Oh yeah, look, you know, I didn't make I made something that someone likes. You know, <laughs> you know, look, I made something good. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's been yeah, like, I think a lot he of stuff, saw. But yeah, I think he saw. Um, you know, people were like, "Oh, the, the solo was so much fun. I loved it." And he's like, "Oh, that's cool." And he retweeted it and then didn't realize that people were like a pop. Yeah, Very, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. How do you guys feel about um, Ryan Johnson like directing a full trilogy? Would you guys rather have Ron Howard do it, or would you guys want to keep it to mm. Ryan Johnson? I would be okay if this is just me. Like if they do continue to do solo movies, if they just let Howard do the solo movies. Like I think what they need to do is I think they need to have one director do an entire trilogy instead of having one director do one and then another do another cuz i like i said i think that kind of hurts the the cohesiveness of the directing style yeah definitely cuz yeah. it just can make it kind of disjointed in parts and right yeah okay. but i i whatever they do just keep one director for a full trilogy is really the main exactly. thing exactly just well, i mean I would totally be, even though I didn't like The Last Jedi, I would totally be open to Ryan Johnson getting his full trilogy. That way, if he ruins the characters, he ruins his own characters, and I don't care. <laughs> <Right. you know? laughs> Let him ruin his own characters that he makes. You know, like, I was like, okay, when I walk into the first movie, I can't develop any sort of you know, fondness. I can't like any of these characters, because they're all going to end up turning into something completely different, and they're going to die. So just right. watch it. <laughs> just watch it and enjoy the ride, and don't get too involved with the characters because you won't be happy come to <laughs> movies later so yeah i can definitely see yeah. you know ryan johnson being you know known as the director who was just will kill off anything and everything <laughs> so which isn't always you know like yeah that's a pretty ex- you know extreme stance to you know be as a from a director oh, yeah i'm the guy who likes to kill people in my movies <laughs> but uh it can make for it, it could probably make for an exciting trilogy if you got his own you know full you know trilogy to, to do something completely new and unexplored it'd be cool to see yeah uh, yeah i'm all for one one director getting a trilogy and i think they're on the right track here with when they sign Ryan Johnson wanted to get his own trilogy in a, you know, different timeline, different, you know, characters. 
Yeah, and I'm with Jason too. Just let let Ron Howard finish, you know, the solo films. If there's going to be like more solo films to come, let him Absolutely. keep doing those. Oh yeah. So. I mean, I don't think you could you know hire anyone else, especially with all the controversy they had with you know this movie in the first place, which no one ever talks about. Um, what they think, like about the box office flopped. Was it also because this movie never really had any good you know, press before. Like, the only thing that came out major about Solo was that Lord Miller got fired and that Ron Howard got brought in and there was, like, a new director and things weren't going well. Did that hurt, you think, the box office early? I I think what hurt it was not being able to market it early enough. Well, that and I think it's them keeping it. Now, I know everyone likes their Star Wars movies in May. But I think another thing that hurt was keeping it in May because you just had Infinity War before it. And yeah, that was the Deadpool other thing. Coming yeah. Out. You had Deadpool coming out right before it. And people were saying, well, if Ron Howard would have and Disney would have decided to push this back to December, they think – I saw some people saying they think the box office would have exploded with Solo in December. Well, I mean, it's like they did with uh... – uh, episode nine because episode nine was supposed to come out in may of of next year yeah and, JJ and then when jj said, signed on he's like now he's like let's put it let's push back to december yeah because may is a tough month to put a movie out in because you got so you got the summer blockbusters starting open and you know yeah yeah it and it was right after you know the last jedi so that didn't help that, that that's like the shortest ever i think we'll see yeah star wars movies come out and like but. we're like we were saying last week, you know, I think this year and a half is going to be good. Just yep. give us time to breathe. Give us time to enjoy it. Give us time to when Solo comes out on Blu-ray. Give us time to do, you know, like, our audio commentary episode, you know? Uh-huh. Just let us, like, marinate on Solo for a while. <laughs> Just about. So, I, yeah. I did see that... Um... A Disney executive did say that they learned their lesson. And they're like, we're not going. To, that we'll probably never do two Star Wars movies this close to each other again. And you know, I mean, that was the big thing too. We, I think, I think we might have talked about. It. I was like, is it too much too soon? You know? Right. And I, I, and I think it is. I think it is different for the Marvel movies. I think it's okay for the Marvel movies because it works for them. Mm-hmm. But for Star Wars, not exactly. And I thought, hey, at first I thought this was a good idea. I'm like, yes, give me more. Give it to me fast. <laughs> oh, I still think it was a good idea. But, yeah. but yeah, then I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, I think I started having the Star Wars hangover. So <laughs> I'm well, like, the other. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to say, now I just need a little break. So like a nap. Well, I was going to say, with the, um, like, Tristan, you were saying, like, the bomb, you know, the box office bomb kind of thing. Right. It's just, it's funny. It's funny to me how Star Wars is apparently held to a higher standard because I saw something, I think it was yesterday. They're like, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom expected to explode to a $100 million opening. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, Solo did $100 million, and they're calling it a bomb. Jurassic right. World Fallen Kingdom is expected to do 100 and they're like, it's going and to explode to $100 million. Yep. Because that's that makes it... The, you know, yes. Yes, yeah. it's It makes no sense. It's just, it's, it it's, it's frustrating. 
really that is. that movies are held to a different standard depending on what they are. Right. That's like when the because I, I saw they are making another Bill and Ted movie. You watch when that one comes out, they're going to say Bill and Ted. You know, expect to open the uh, hundred million. Oh yes, we rule. And I'm like, um, it's the same as Solo, dude. But you know, <laughs> who knows? It's just. Everyone expects the Star Wars movies to like blow everybody else away, and if it doesn't, it's going to be considered a flop. I guess, yeah. So it's a shame because I think you know if everybody thinks that's a flop, I, 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 you know, you could send the money out to us fans. <laughs> yeah, go. I'll take that flop money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't... Yeah, sure, it didn't make $2 billion like The Force Awakens did, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a flop if it doesn't. Nah. Right. It's just... It's just... It's people, try, you know, finding anything they can to, you know... They hate to, the movie. They hate, hate the movie. They hate Star Wars for whatever reason, so... Yeah, it's just... It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is with people sometimes. And I just just... The media in general, not only with Star Wars, but with everything, it's just so... You can't take anything it says seriously at this point. No. That it, it just it proves itself on multiple platforms time and time again. And for anything, just finding reliable, unbiased, fact-reporting sites is impossible now. You know, it's like, you, here, here's that, why that's Star Wars is That's why is we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's why Star Wars is failing. It's like that thing I saw yesterday. It's like six years... Four movies, four point six billion dollars. Here's the franchise's biggest missteps under Disney, and you go, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, everyone thinks that they're like, I don't know. There's journalism. They know. think they're like, yeah, I don't know what they think. Like they're clever or or what? I don't know. They think they're gonna get those clicks to get that ad revenue, right? <laughs> so that way they can buy a, a a Corvette or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know why they're. Oh doing yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Like sure, everyone wants a Corvette, but as you know, no one's gonna. Only them will they they will rip off and create those headlines. Four point six billion dollars later, here's why it's a fail. You know, like what the heck? Yeah. Four point six billion dollars later, that's. I mean, I don't think that's a fail in anyone's eyes. Not even Bill Gates. Four point six billion, we made back our our investment. Yeah. Yeah. And here's why it was a fail. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, like, oh man. Like I, I don't, like I don't you know even Bill Gates would consider that a huge success. Yeah. If he can make back Just four not billion dollars in a few yep. years, yeah. So, well, I'm gonna be giving Solo eight eight more of my bucks today, so you know. There you go. I'll give it more money whenever I end up going. Yeah. Well, whenever I end up going again. Yeah, that too. I've seen it twice. I may or may not see it again. Maybe once. When I like it's closer to like leaving theaters, just so I get that one last fresh big screen view right. in before you know it comes to Blu-ray. But mm. I still need I need to go see Deadpool two. I may go do that tonight. Yeah, I oh, haven't seen that yet, huh? No, I think I'm I'm definitely planning on seeing it this weekend. Hopefully tonight. Um, we'll see. I'm really looking forward to it. But it's yeah, yeah, I love the first one, so hopefully the second one is just as funny. Is it funny? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it funnier than the first one? Um, that's tough to tough to say because yeah. like 
like at first I was like yes, but then the more I think about it, I'm like I don't know if it's is as funny or or as funny. It's you know it's its own thing I guess. Yeah. And yeah, plus this one you're introducing a couple new characters too. So yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I think I mean that that'll wrap up the episode here right at the hour mark. Oh. Not bad for, oh. you know, this is literally the driest time Star Wars has right after a movie comes down. We've already discussed yeah, it. Yeah, now's the test. Literally, yeah. like, I mean, there's nothing that's going to be as, like, I don't know, as news dry. You know, the news is just dry right now, obviously. Because they probably won't announce anything major. I mean, there'll be stuff for Battlefront 2 at EA Play. That's, like, the next big thing I think we could talk about. And then after that, who knows what they're going to be announcing next. Which have to well, wait. celebration information came out this week. That's right. Aren't tickets? How much are tickets? Two thirty. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Two fifteen plus tax. So you figure probably about two thirty, two thirty-five something. I mean there. that is a wow. Rip my paycheck. <laughs> 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 I mean I I jeez oh, that is that is no but joke. You, but you know what though. For something Disney and Star Wars, it's actually not that bad. You're right. and it, it's for all three days, right? All five days. All five days. Yeah, five days. Okay, five days, two hundred thirty-ish. Yeah. Huh. I'm I'm thinking now. I'm like, okay, maybe not. I mean, I mean, I yeah, I I, I can do it. It's gonna hurt, but <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> hey, it's gonna Tristan, hurt I'm actually I'm actually kind of considering it. Yeah. At this point. No, so am I. I mean, my, I talked to my family about it, and they're like, okay, you know, like if you want to spend your money on that, go ahead. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll go for it. Because I, I, I found two people, like I was asked by two people, um, I, we talked about them before, Jake and uh, Skylar, they said that they, they're like, you know, if you want to go in on a hotel, you know, yeah, it'd be I mean, a heck of a lot easier with three people. You could people almost do three people. Two. two people take a bed, one person takes the couch, and you just mm-hmm. flip, you know, and you just flip the next night. So I might actually do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the one back here in the studios. I'll Skype you guys in live. <laughs> I'll yeah, be all the panel. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Tri- like, Jeff, we're busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after, see- after seeing that news, I, I was like, yeah, I-, I give up. Yeah, tapping out. There's no way. A lot of people tapped out. A lot of because, people. Would camp- yeah. Yes, I know 115 is not bad. but Jeff. Whatever. <laughs> but... It's still like, don't a remind lot. me. <laughs> it's yeah. still a lot, especially when one, you have no money. <laughs> Two, yeah. you got to consider travel, hotel, meals, and you know you're going to want to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I can, no, I, I just can't afford. I just can't afford a couple thousand, three thousand dollars. No, I can't do that. I think you no could, way. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much hotels are going to be. What one? Oh, there. I've already heard they're expensive. Like, like a couple hundred to three hundred a night. Oh man, that is a especially yeah. around the convention center. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, I mean, you could maybe get a cheaper one that's like you know a few miles out. Yeah, and um, then you would have but, to add in transportation to and from the convention center. You know, exactly, taxiing or whatever you're gonna do. Uber, Uber, what have you? Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, so. I I saw that and I was like, I give up. I'm never going to make it to one, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never ever gonna make it to one. It's just impossible for me. So I I'll never be say never. with my live stream. Never, yeah, never say never. Never say never. You never know what could happen here. Well, as of now, I'm, I'm giving up. I tapped out. 
Yeah. So. Jeez, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you split the hotel room, you know, you could probably get it down. To who knows how much? But yeah. Yeah, that's my big thing. Is it all depends on how much like hotel is and stuff. Exactly. I mean, but oh, I'm thinking like I'm gonna have to fly. There's just no way I can do it. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to fly too. Because I don't have enough time to drive. Because I will literally be. Well, of course, oh yeah, I will be missing school probably one or two days that semester. And that's not good because I like because I, we have a little like policy thing in our school like where if you, you know, or go to school enough days, you can you can exempt your finals and I would love to be able to exempt. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um I'm trying yeah, it's just going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm going to try to find a way to do it though. Yeah, we'll I want to do it too. It's like we'll I see. said, it all depends on hotel. Hotel, yeah, hotels. Are hotel on flights. Yep, yep. The ticket, the ticket is the easy part. Now that I think about it. Yep. It's a one-time flat fee. That's you know not awful, not awful. If it was only two hundred and fifteen, I could commit to it right now. You know, <laughs> but it's hotel, flight, food, food in Chicago can't be cheap. There's no way. Um. So yeah. Be interesting. It's like I'm thinking it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think every everything. Oh, like three dollar bottle of water here, five dollar mm -hmm. you know snack here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. what they'll get you on like the amenities. Exactly, and then of course, like Jeff said, once I go to the, when, if when I go to Star Wars Celebration, there's no way I'm not walking out with something that I didn't walk in there with. You know. <laughs> yep. I, impossible, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. Alrighty, I think I think that'll wrap it up. Unless you guys have anything else you want to discuss here. No. Um, no. Do Do we want to do trivia? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Trivia. Let's Let's go for it. Okay. All right. Um, Jeff, this will be yours. Okay. Um. Who tells Han Solo, "Quote: I'm sorry, I couldn't do better, but I've got my own problems." That would be Lando. That, that would be Lando, you're right. Alright, um, Tristan. Alright, here we go. Who sets off the explosives in the oscillator? Um, like the... In, That'd be on Starkiller, yeah. Starkiller. Who sets them off? Yes. Okay, so it's either gonna obviously be Chewie, Finn, or Poe. No, Chewie, Finn, or Ray. sorry. Ah. Oh, it's... Oh man, I need to think about this one. Isn't it? Uh, it uh, it's one of those three, right? I'm not like. It is oh, one of those three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's one of those three. Okay. I don't think it's Chewie because he's over there going crazy with his bowcaster shooting at Kylo. So I'm gonna guess because they found Ray, it's going to be Finn. It was Chewbacca. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was Chewie. It was uh -huh. like right after he shot. Kylo right in, yeah. the, okay. right in the side. Okay. I was sitting here going, Ugh. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I was like, oh. That, that was, okay, that was like the best watch. <laughs> okay, okay, so I remember Chewie must have been shooting Kylo. They picked up Rey, so she probably didn't get any sort of part of like the plan. So it's got to be Finn because he was the only one. Oh, man. <laughs> well, oh well. Minus one for me. Um, and mine is, which city is treated to a performance by Augie's Great Municipal Band? <laughs> I think that, that's at the end of, uh, Phantom Menace. Um, uh, what city is that, though? Ooh, I know. <sighs> Crap. 
Do you want a hint? Uh, yeah. All right, this city starts with T. Feed. There you go. There yes, you go. it was Feed. Yes. There you go. Wow. All right. I awesome. I got the I got the only one I couldn't answer. Figures. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But hey, at least you had it narrowed down to the three. Exactly. Yeah. Or really down to the two, between Chewie yeah. and. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's no way Ray had it, and you know, oh well. I'll I'll see if I can catch up if I can rebound at some point because I think I'm down one from you guys now, right? Yeah, it's yep. just you know it's three to two to three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. Like that. I I knew I'd get there eventually. I'm like, what? Three to two to what is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Well, that will wrap it up. I think that's a good little episode. Good Disney discussion after we of course have kind of reviewed Solo and everything with that. So thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we can't wait to get back to you guys next week with a brand new episode. So I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. May the force be with you. Always. Guys, that's not how the force works. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the Canto Cast. May, May the, the force, force be, be with, with you. you.